This episode of the Fickle Fanboys is brought to you by Counting Worm Shop and the Reverend Jess Movie Drop Project. Check out the links in the description and check out some amazing local art that supports the show. Open the door. Vince, I swear to God, stay the hell away from me. Well, Reverend Jess, uh, as a chairman of the WWE Entertainment, uh, it's been a few weeks since you've been down here and uh, coming here to check and make sure that you've forgotten everything you were talking about on that episode of the podcast and everything you do. I've only been down here a couple of weeks and all you've done is cut my finger off and sew it back on. Of course, I haven't forgotten anything. I'd hate to have to sick Triple H on you if you're not willing to... No, no, don't forget everything that you heard here. I'm not saying that. And everything you've seen, really. Listen, Vince, if you want to cut a deal, that's fine. You're not going to brainwash me by cutting my finger off and sewing it back on. But if you you let me go... What you'll realize is that if you don't... You're going to get a pedigree from someone who's that damn good. Yeah, 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 you fucking meathead. Whatever. If you want to make a deal and we can get the fuck out of here, that's perfectly fine. Just don't cut another finger off. Don't do anything like that. Well, I suppose you're right. Uh, We can let you go, but before we do, you have to swear that you won't tell anybody what you you know. Uh, Vince. I didn't even know any of this was actually real. I called my friend at 3 in the morning to fuck with him, and it turned out to be real. I don't know how, but you don't have to worry about me. I'm never going to say anything about this again because I don't want to end up in this fucking cave again. And on top of that, whatever. You want me to forget it? Fine. It's forgotten. Can we please get the hell out of here? You're also going to have to join the Kiss My Ass Club. Vince, this is not 1997. I am not kissing your ass. Not happening. Well, I didn't say my ass. Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Not the count No! Okay, here's your belongings back. Thank you very much for joining us here at Titan Tower. Uh, be sure to exit on that door on your left. Thank you. much for coming to Connecticut to pick me up. You're fine. What what happened in there? Let's just say I fucking hate pro wrestling and leave it at that. RPM can never know. My lips are sealed. Kick your ass. 
Hey everybody and welcome to the Fickle Fanboy, right here on KTITT Radio. That's right. K-Tit, playing the breast are the best tunes in town. And because I have no closer for this bit, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce your friend and mine, all the way back from an undisclosed location in Connecticut. K-Tit. Here's Reverend Jess. Hey. What's uh what's going on? <laughs> well, that's a hell of a way to make your triumphant return. What is up, dude? You haven't really talked to me since you got back. What the fuck happened? Nothing. Nothing. I uh yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, nothing really. No. N- nothing. We were held at gunpoint. I don't know your The fuck? What? No, dude. Dude, uh, come on. Come on. You you fell you fell for that? They they drag you out of there and then before i can do anything smoke bombs went off and i couldn't see anything and then they were gone like fucking ninjas what the hell i mean i don't i listen okay all right so a little bit of context uh i have a friend who is uh trying to be a uh performer for uh what that uh that french circus thing what's uh what's it called um circus du lait or whatever the yeah Cir- cirque de so gay yeah 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 that's yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah there, there we go that's um, it but uh but yeah so uh yeah they're doing a, a new show and uh he i forgot that i told him that uh you know i i would be help able to help him rehearse and uh yeah i forgot about that so that uh that's what that was and uh yeah uh and then i i went to connecticut uh just for you know i just wanted to to get away for a while you know uh the the temperatures are dropping a little bit so i wanted to you know just sort of just sort of you know get away from the lake you know a little bit and uh, i went uh went to connecticut to for warmer weather remind me how tall are you again i'm uh i'm six two six two I didn't know they could stack bullshit that high because that was a line right there. What the Dude, fuck? fucking drop it? Drop it, right, please. Okay, okay, shit. Who's got sand up their tank? Fuck. All right, all right. Well, you know what? I will drop it for you. I'll drop it now. I'm in a good mood. I won't fuck you or fuck with you any longer. Um, Why would you say that? Why would you say that? My bad. My bad. Look, listen, um, dude. It was a joke, okay? A practical joke. That's all it was. No, okay. It got okay. you back on the show, yeah, right? Well, fair enough. Fair enough. And besides, I'm as I said, I'm in a great mood, and you put me there, so I'm not gonna mess with you any longer. Let's just not talk about it, okay? Can we? Can well, we drop it? Well, I'm trying. That's all I'm trying to say. Now, can we just move on? Don't say moo. Why not? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good enough reason. Ah, shit, but, I mean, when you came up with the idea, you knew I'd love Duke Nukem, and you thought that it might be fun, for our heroes are assholes.
old Mr. Nukem himself. Yes or no? I mean, it was your idea. I gotta say, I was actually, at first, pretty fucking happy. Hail to the king, baby. And then I thought about it for a little bit, and I kind of realized that, um, I mean, come on now, of course he was an asshole. You're gonna die for that. I mean, even though the last Duke Nukem game I played to from start to finish was 96's Duke Nukem 3D. You haven't you haven't fucked with any of like the Manhattan Project? You didn't play it forever or anything like that? No. Manhattan Project was pretty sweet. Well, I mean, fair enough, but I'm just telling you that's kind of where I more or less um finish uh and so I mean of of course he's an asshole. All right? Just everybody go back and listen to our one on Ash Williams, all right? And every time we say his name, when talking about his womanizing and his ego and all sorts of shit, more or less just input the words Duke Nukem. My name's Duke Nukem. And switch him out for Ash Williams. I don't I don't think Duke Nukem ever fought deadites. Uh, Duke Nukem never had a chainsaw hand. Well, no, I'm just talking about the non-PC womanizing and oh just overall going okay. to fuck with everybody there you go case closed and because i'm so fed up with this cancel culture and everything there's there's just no chance of bringing duke back and doing him justice in movies on tv in video games and that pisses me off this really pisses me off so i mean I don't really know if I want to talk too much about Duke, because the fact that he's an asshole should be pretty obvious to everybody. Let's, let's preface this here, because some people may not know who I, Duke Nukem is. And I want to line them all up and slap them in the face. Uh, uh, um, fair, but fair. Go on. But let's be real here, okay? Duke Nukem, as you said, hasn't been in the mainstay for a long time. The last Duke Nukem appearance, really was in the DLC for Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, which was back in, like, 2016. Yeah. Prior to that, you only had him in Duke Nukem Forever. And prior to that, outside of his games, you didn't see him. No, like I said, I the earliest I'd seen him was 96 in Duke Nukem 3D, and I had known of the character very little before we got that game but um even so you know even if i had i wouldn't have known about him for that long because he was more or less still in his infancy at this in that point so okay so to understand duke nukem you have to understand video game history okay video game history back in the early ms dos days you had a company called apogee Apogee was well known for making side-scrolling shooters, okay? That's what they did. Them and id Software both got their start in side-scrolling shooters. If you remember the Commander Keen series of games, if you remember, you know, uh, Blake Stone, whatever the fuck that is, you know, shit like that, that's where they got their start. They are side-scrolling shooters, simple as, as can be. Duke Nukem started out 
with a name spelling differently because of a character from Captain Planet. My name is Duke Nukem. I'm a nuclear shark. I'm hotter than Elvis, and I glow in the dark. <laughs> but Duke Nukem started off as basically a send-up to the muscle-bound Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone type of action hero. Yeah, basically. And the difference between Duke Nukem and someone like John Rambo is that Duke Nukem was basically an amalgamation, a send-up, if you will, of how people viewed John Rambo. Not necessarily John Rambo himself, right? So you factor in John Rambo is this this tormented veteran who is seriously not the protagonist in the first Rambo movie. No. He's definitely an antagonist. There's no good characters. Like, there's no good guys in First Blood. No shit. But... People fucking love John Rambo. That's why they've made I don't know how many fucking Rambo movies at this point. Too many. But they always, yeah, they viewed him as the greatest. And it's the same thing with Schwarzenegger in Commando and the fucking Terminator and shit like that. It's all just like, oh my God, they're so fucking jacked and they're awesome and they probably get all the women and everything like that. But not only that, but they had one-liners, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you had your hasta la vista babies. You had your, you had your, they drove first blood. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They had all that shit. So Apogee Software wanted to do a send up of those type of movies. So what they did was they created this character named Duke Nukem, who had a bad guy to fight, Dr. Proton. And the whole, the whole gimmick of it was like, oh, it's a send up to that. So you get Duke Nukem 1, perfectly serviceable side-scrolling shooter. Duke Nukem's a little full of himself, right? Then you get to Duke Nukem 2. Duke Nukem 2 takes that and puts it up to 11 again. So now Duke Nukem is promoting his book, Why I'm So Great. Yeah. And the aliens and the aliens come back. Dr. Proton comes back, everything like that. And that turns everything up to 11 again. Then at the finale of Duke Nukem 2, Duke beats the bad guy and he's cruising home in his spaceship when it turns out that aliens have landed on Earth and he has to take them out. And that's what leads us to Duke Nukem 3D. Or, as I like to call it, the moment where he warped so many fragile little minds. And I'm proud to say that I was one of them. So, let's talk about, real quick, just the profound impact that Duke Nukem 3D had on video games. Okay? You had Wolfenstein 3D, the grandfather of all shooters. Mm-hmm. Which then led you to Doom, the father of all modern shooters. Mm-hmm. But then you had Duke Nukem 3D, which was made in Ken Silverman's build engine and is definitely the pervy uncle of all modern shooters. <laughs> oh, that's putting it lightly. Not only could you interact with things in the, in the world, but you had 
intricate level designs that looked like real places. Have you ever taken a look at the Doom 2 city maps? Yeah. I've never seen a fucking city look like that. Never. But when you drop into E1M1 of Duke Nukem 3D, Hollywood Holocaust, that looks like Los Angeles. Okay, I can see it. I can see it. And you had different locales. This was a city that you were going around. You were you were checking out like movie theaters and police stations and adult bookstores and strip clubs and you know all types of shit, right? Mhm. So, just to give you an idea of how much of a cultural phenomenon Duke Nukem was. You could not go anywhere without seeing the big box of Duke Nukem 3D. And that led to three successful episodes, the first one being released on Shareware, which, for those of you that don't know, you basically got a 33rd percent uh, of the game for free, and then you had to buy it to get the rest of it. Which, which is actually a pretty dope, a pretty dope thing. I was just honesty. about to say, which is, you wouldn't be able to find a deal like that nowadays. Well, but- nowadays you they fucking hide a quarter of the game behind DLC, which means that after you paid sixty dollars for the fucking game, you got to pay another twenty to get the rest of that. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, modern gaming tropes aside, neither neither here nor there. Duke Nukem, in this story, of Duke Nukem 3D. Not only is he turned up to 11 after being turned up to 11 in Duke Nukem 2, but he goes so far as to quip more. He's more violent. He takes time out of fighting aliens to tip strippers. (laughs) One of my favorite parts. That's right, folks. You just heard on this episode of the Fickle Fanboys RPM admitting that one of his favorite parts of the influential Duke Nukem 3D is, in fact, tipping fake money to 2D sprites of strippers. I don't think I've ever heard something so sad. And not only that, but he's he's more disgusting in this one. More disgusting. He rips off an alien's head and shits down its neck. Literally. I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. More disgusting. I got you. Um, I was able to get that out of my head, but you just put it right yeah. back. Let's talk here for a second. Let's talk here for a second. In modern times, Duke Nukem cannot exist the same way that he existed in 1996. Oh, hell no. Like I said, uh, it's just... If they wanted to bring back the character in any medium, it would have to be a completely different character. Because uh, there's there's just no doing him justice, especially thanks to, as I pointed out earlier, this fucking cancel culture. I mean, think about all the shit that he did in just Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> You'd have so many different groups feminists and who who knows what out there in front of your amcs and your fucking car mics and wherever just pelting rotten food at anyone who they see buying a ticket to the fucking thing or buying a copy of the game or whatever have you yeah um realistically there have been countless articles about how duke nukem should never come back because he's an old trope and now it is time for the fickle fanboys woke article theater 
read by a poor impersonation of Werner Herzog. Today's article is The Hidden Destructive Legacy of Duke Nukem by Matthew Weiss from Vice. Duke Nukem is kind of patient zero for this in games. Not necessarily the first, but certainly the most concentrated send-up of hyper-masculine tropes in a single package. It's no accident that he invented bad faith satire. Someone more invested than me can surely pinpoint the exact season of The Simpsons going from a critique of middle-class America to a grotesque collection of tropes and references without a target. But it might have been around the time Duke Nukem 3D was released. This was also the decade video games came of age, so to speak, with the rise of adult-oriented PC gaming and Sony's aggressive bid to combat Nintendo's family image with M-rated offerings on the PlayStation 1. It was the decades when the blood, sex, foul language not only found their way into more video games but became their selling points. Games like Phantasmagoria on the PC or Reloaded on the PS1 were in a big hurry to prove how adult they were by showing how R-rated they could be. Duke Nukem was arguably the lowest variant of this, the gaming equivalent of a 12-year-old boy proclaiming his impending manhood by drawing boobs in his textbook. Thank you for joining us for an instance of Woke Article Theatre. Be sure to join us next week for The Last of Us Part 2's Man Baby Backlash is a stain on fan culture. From Sam White at GQ of Britain. I mean, fair. Yeah. In the fourth episode of Duke Nukem 3D, he performs an abortion on an alien. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm all a pro-choice, 100%. Yeah. Woman's body's her own fucking business, as Jay and Silent Bob say. Fuck yeah. But, that alien did not consent to having an abortion. <laughs> no. No. Um, that was not her choice. It was a forced abortion, which is just as bad as what conservative Texans and Alabama fucking people do. It couldn't have been more wrong if he had stuck a wire hanger up there and just rattled around for a little bit. Not only that, but Duke is 100% objectifying women throughout the entire series. You think? I mean... His, you just listen to a collection of his lines, which include "Shake it, baby," <laughs> and that's actually one of the much more tame lines that he says throughout that or any other game that he's actually fucking a part of. I mean, really, Very there's true. only there's only one way, in my uh, opinion, that you can make a game, movie, whatever the fuck you wanted to do and put him in it, and be able to uh, stick true to the character. And that's basically just to go to your higher-ups, whether it be a movie studio or whatever, and just say, listen, if you give me complete creative control, this will be the last... You can even tell the fans. Listen, 
You better get, you better snatch up this fucking game. You better go and watch this fucking movie, whatever, because it'll be the last time you ever see Duke Nukem anywhere ever. And I've got balls of steel. And then just unapologetically make a Duke Nukem game or movie the way it deserves to be made, which in the spirit of inclusion will then probably just piss off everybody out there that cares about the character. But, you know, just do it, get it over with, and then maybe if you promise the the powers that be that this will be the last time that they have to put up with anybody trying to resurrect this character. And if the fans know ahead of time that this will be the last time they see him, you could bring him back for one good outing and bring back that Duke Nukem. But that's the only way that you could do it. That's that's the only way. As, as for them attempting to bring back Duke after many years, they tried. They really tried. Not hard enough. You can blame one Randy S. Pitchford for that. Damn you, Pitchford. And that is, of course, the one and only Duke Nukem Forever. I I thought we promised each other we'd never speak of that again. Duke Nukem Forever was in development for 12 years. And it needed to bake for just a little bit longer than that oven. But don't... No, here's the thing, okay? The version of Duke Nukem Forever that we got was only in development for two years. Again, not long The problem... The problem with Duke Nukem Forever is the fact that they had George Broussard from 3D Realms, who was consistently wanting to change up the fucking engine to essentially rebuild the game. And then you had Duke Nukem Forever, which was meant to be a forefront of the new gaming technology, playing catch-up consistently. It started with the Quake engine, then moved over to the Quake 2, then it moved over to Unreal, then it moved on to, you know what I mean? It just kept going. And instead of being your own, like, think of think of what they did with 2016's Doom. And I know how you feel about 2016's Doom, but think about what they did with that. Not much. Shut the fuck up, all right? I'm so fucking sick of your goddamn boomer bullshit when it comes to the 2016 Doom. It's good, and you know it's good. You just don't like it because it's not in the fucking Doom engine. It's it's just fucking new and exciting, and you don't like it because you're a fucking tired boomer, and you sit on your fucking throne of fucking lies. I'm sick of it. It's bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> Doom 2016. It, it might have it been new, but it wasn't exciting. You were half right. Shut the fuck up. Doom Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal are the game of the year for the years that they came out, and you can't fucking tell me otherwise. And the Ancient Gods was incredible, and you 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 should be ashamed of yourself. And I swear to God, whenever you talk now, I'm just gonna put up BFG Division in the background. The only reason that that should have ever those should have ever gotten Game of the Year awards is if the only games that came out that year were the revival of Paperboy and the resurrection of Bubble Bobble. That's the only fucking reason that that would have any way to make it to Game of the Year. 
listen, I'm sorry that we don't all have a fucking VR headset, but you know what, cocksucker? They made something for you because you had a gay-ass VR headset. I know they did. I fucking played it. Of course you did, and it was incredible. Yes, it was. I'm glad we agreed there on something. There you go. You admit it, Doom. You hear it. RPM admits that Doom 2016 is incredible. Thank you very much. I have been Reverend Jess. This is the final episode of Fickle Fanboy, so he can never have a retort. <laughs> Listen, do me a favor. Hold your fucking horses there for a second. Just, just get off your high horse and relax, because I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when somebody decided to format Doom 2 for the VR headset and put it up on, I believe it was a uh, side quest. That's what I I'm play. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just like, all I'm hearing right now is I'm RPM and I love Doom 2016. Well, then you'd be uh, needing to get a fucking hearing aid because that's not what I'm saying. And I will never fucking say it. Is that game? Anyway, good? Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. Ah, fuck. We waited right, 12 get it, years. Get it out of your system. We waited. We waited 12 years, and Duke Nukem couldn't even stick to the one redeeming quality that he had, which is that he loved women so much that he would kill anybody that tried to take the chicks. Nobody steals our chicks and lives. A lot of times he loved them a little too much. The Hive episode of Duke Nukem Forever, well, it's a level, but neither here nor there, shows that his little twin sex slaves that he has which is even more terrible when you say it out loud (laughs) have have been impregnated yeah have been impregnated by the alien menace and duke's response is huh looks like you're fucked that that right there takes the only attempt at a redeeming quality from duke nukem and makes it even worse. Yeah, and comparatively, mind you, I'm saying, I, I want to stress that word. I guess when standing next to this game, Doom 2016 wasn't at least half bad. It was close, but it wasn't half bad. But just comparatively, that's all I'm going to give you. You're just trying to piss me off, and it's not working. It's not working. Because, because seriously, man, like that's just a not true statement. Saying that, like, oh, Doom twenty sixteen is as bad as Duke Nukem Forever. You know, dude, it's not. Well, it it took everything that I cared about as far as the gameplay and the feel of the uh, games that I used to play and shat on them. So, I mean, we'll just agree to disagree and move on. Again, move on. Anyway, where do we want to take this? Because there is 100% no ifs, ands, or buts that Duke Nukem is an asshole. And I mean, can we we've really run down why he's an asshole as far as his treatment of aliens? In, in this case, uh, I guess you could call them illegal aliens uh, in, in his world, because uh, they weren't there legally. Uh, uh, and then you have his womanizing. I mean, let me tell you, okay? I've got balls of steel. All right, <laughs> nobody has more balls of steel than I do. We're gonna build a wall and keep the aliens out, and they will pay for it. I'm just saying that if he was real, I could see him on 
a GOP ticket very soon. Uh, but we haven't even gotten to the several shots that he took at other franchises. Whether it be from DLCs or whatever. I mean, you had Aliens, Terminator, Escape from New York, or L.A., for that matter. I mean, just so many. I mean, Escape from L.A. deserves it. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he surfs in that movie, man. Yeah. I like to say that every actor or actress, or even the people behind the camera, I think I've said it on here before, and if I haven't, um, I'll just go on record as saying, everyone gets one. I can remember anything. Can't outside I feel the screams devil I don't want me now the Duke forever's here you can tell it really sucks it was made in Unreal 3 <laughs> alright time to time to make Metallica's I mean, one about Duke Nukem forever I mean play to it and presenting me all that I see, absolute textures. <laughs> it wasn't the one I'm talking about, but I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with it. As long as you want to keep going, keep going. But no, everyone has I'm, everyone has one. Is what you said? Yeah, but every what I meant is that everyone has one project that they can look back on in their old age or their deathbed or whatever, and just say, "What the fuck was I thinking?" And I would for, imagine for RPM, that... it will be the fickle fanboy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to move on. Shut your fucking mouth! That's <laughs> <laughs> fun. All right, go on. Keep, keep going. Give me... Uh, what else you got as far as why he's an asshole? Because, again, as psyched as I was about the idea, when I really came to think about it, it's kind of obvious. Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem is the stereotype of every gym rat made alive. He is absolutely using steroids. So he's not even an honest ass kicker. He's a dishonest ass kicker. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen Pain and Gain with uh, Mark Wahlberg and... Dwayne Johnson. Jesus Christ himself has blessed me with many gifts. One of them is knocking someone the fuck out. Pepe, you okay? Pepe? It's Eldad. Of course I have. I think that movie's... I think that movie's great. It's kind of like if one of them was a gun-toting egomaniac that you know just uh like to hit on and objectify women and swore like a fucking sailor pepe it's l dad (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i just i really i really love that movie unironically i think it's hilarious oh you're the one then okay yeah dude fuck off man like like as far as movies that the rock has done he's done much worse <laughs> yeah yeah no I i'm, will watch I'm not gonna argue with that 
I will watch Pain and Gain any day over all the shit that he's done with Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'm not. No, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, except for the and, Jumanji movies. The Jumanji movies were dope. Mm, the second one more so, but yeah, I and mean, and that's really weird. But but even really, really, just in my opinion. I mean, I'm not shitting on the next level. I just I felt that like, like I don't know. I just felt like Welcome to the Jungle was a little bit more put together. I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it was a close call, and either one of them is better than the fucking Tooth Fairy. I mean, I'm just saying. But Tooth Fairy is definitely better than Tooth Fairy too. <laughs> oh, oh, with a uh, good old Larry the Cable Guy, Lawrence the Cable Repairman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, mean... I want to see the inside the actor's studio with Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Now, I would, I would only want to what you, when you really dig deep and get to the precipice of your performance. What compels you to act the way that you do in certain roles? Well, I gotta tell you, sometimes I just have a pork rind, and I just, I just, I drink a beer, and I go and uh, go to the toilet with the fume bandits and the, the hustler magazine, and uh, and yeah, I come, I crank out a couple. I actually got a carpet tunnel in my wrist. <laughs> Get her done. And the fact that that dude is from fucking what is it, Nebraska or or Iowa or some shit. He's from Minnesota, I think. I thought it was Iowa. I thought it was Minnesota. Fuck if if I know. All I know is that if he was on Inside the Actor's Studio, when they ask him the almost unilateral uh, question, I mean, it's on every episode. What would you like to hear St. Peter say at the pearly gates? If he doesn't say, I don't know what he'd say, but I'd tell him I was pretty damn sorry for... Oh, you mean his you mean his gimmick where he's just like, Lord, I apologize for that. Yeah, uh, what, was, what was that fucking movie you made me watch? Oh, uh, Delta Farce. Well, I, I don't know what you have to say, but I'd just like to take a second and tell you that I, I'm really sorry for Delta Farce. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You know, uh, Lord forgive Lord, I apologize for Delta Farce. I was a, it was not funny. It was a not funny movie. I apologize for doing 16 billion blue-collar TV episodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, he needs to he needs to really just apologize for everything that he did uh, after the first blue-collar episode. I And now, coming to you live from the Observation Deck, it's the Diversion Conversion Report with your hosts, Twice Nightly and Christopher Walken. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Diversion Conversion Report. I am your host, Twice Nightly, joined as always by my co-anchor, Christopher Walken. Chris, say hello. Hello, this is Christopher Walken. I'm not actually the actor, Christopher Walken. A lot of people get disappointed when they realize that but i'm sorry i'm just a sports reporter that happens to be named christopher walker absolutely invigorating christopher thank you very much for that now as you can see we are approaching the 41 minute mark of the podcast episode yes we are and we have quite the diversion on our hands we are talking about escape from la and Ugh. there was a weird metallica thing yeah the that main was question weird. is how are we going to absolutely 
turn this around, give this a 180, if you will, and determine whether or not uh, this has to do anything with the topic at hand, which, as you remember, is our heroes are assholes, Duke Nukem. So, Christopher, what do you think they're going to do? Listen, if I know Reverend Jess as much as I do, because I've been listening to this podcast a while, he's going to go for the classic comparison diversion 100%. You can place your bets on that. Absolutely invigorating, Chris. Now let's go back down to the action and see how they dig themselves out of this hole. Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem is the Larry the Cable Guy of Boomer Shooter Heroes. You take that back, you dirty mouth son of a bitch. Get her done. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not going to argue. I want to. My better sense is telling me to. But I'm not going to argue with you just because that was pretty fucking funny. All right, let's talk about the good that Duke Nukem has done in the world, which is uh, he's given birth to a bunch of Duke Nukem memes that are performed by Gianni, who is this voice actor that just kills it and posts memes all the time. But he just does countless numbers of like Duke Nukem ones. Uh, there's a very classic one where uh, it's a t-shirt that says leave nothing but a trail of fucking poop leave nothing but a trail of fucking poop Duke is I feel like the parody of Duke is more genuine than the actual Duke Nukem is like he's uh, the parody of Duke Nukem that says things like peas stored in the balls you know what I mean like yeah like he's more more redeemable than actual Duke Nukem. Yeah, I guess. And I'm saying this I'm saying this as a Duke Nukem fan. As I sit here right now, there is two count them, two pieces of Duke Nukem memorabilia on my shelf. I have a Duke Nukem action figure and the Duke Nukem bust that was uh that was sold with the Balls of Steel edition of Duke Nukem Forever. So keep in mind, I'm a fan of Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem 3D holds a big place in my heart because that's the sh- I played that shit with my dad growing up. And yeah, I don't speak to my dad anymore, but it's neither here nor there. That's that's nostalgia for me. So the fact that I'm willing to admit that Duke Nukem is an asshole is pretty fucking big. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, don't don't feel bad about that uh, last bit. I mean, I don't speak to my dad either, although he's dead, so. He, uh... There's that. But, you know, have you ever seen the guy who actually does the voice of Duke Nukem? John St. John. He's actually a well-renowned voice actor and actually a really nice guy, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few videos of him, and uh, other than the fact that um, you just wouldn't expect that voice to come out of that man in my opinion uh, it, he looks he looks a little like bill farmer the guy who did mick or uh goofy's voice in mickey mouse clubhouse yes <laughs> yuck <laughs> i got balls of steel yuck okay okay I, I take everything i said about me being even slightly hesitant to record this because it was fucking obvious that right there no matter how obvious it is that he's an asshole, that right there made this whole fucking episode. You alien bastards are going to pay for shooting up my ride, gosh. totally worth recording tonight. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh, what what else you got? I mean, we've, we've only been here for, well, considering how long we can usually ramble, not that long. What else? Lord, 
was born a rambling man. How much do I have to pay you to never sing that song again? Lord, I was born a rambling man. <laughs> yeah, you can never stop me I from mean, singing that. Shit, I mean, I'm stingy and, well, you're the only one to ever get nearly beaten to death by a poor gal when you, uh, I mean, she was, you didn't know that she was a $2 whore, but, I mean, when you called her a $2 whore, the beating that she gave you with that bag of quarters was unfucking believable Um, well, you know that I get beaten by a two-dollar whore. The boys are go to hell and then the Cubans hit the floor. I got nothing. I got nothing. But uh, no, I was going to say, you know, because you're, that, uh, that's just you. And, well, I, I'm stingy. And, well, some would just say downright fucking cheap. Whatever I have to pay you to never sing rambling man again um you know what let's just call it a draw and keep going and i'll keep my money it's been one week okay that's just going to look at me and i will pay you money not i know i think you misunderstood me i'm going to keep the money you're gonna keep singing and i'll just tune you out i think that's the best option I think that's just, right, fair enough. Right, that's the best option because I mean, that's fair enough. I asked how much I have to give you to never sing that song again, but really, I'd rather have the money. That's fair. I usually try to be. I don't always get there, but I try. But you gotta give me, you gotta give me something else, some anyway, other reason uh, he's an asshole. Anything? Come on. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem is responsible for the fucking Sonic movie. How do you figure? This one I gotta hear. Because if Duke Nukem wasn't such a mainstay in 90s uh, counterculture with video games, uh, video games, he contributed to video games being so important, uh, which led to the creation of the Sonic movie. I mean, no, I, I just have to wrap my head around that. I mean, because truth be told, I was thinking, you know, I mean... If you really want to blame him for being an asshole, you got to blame Roddy Piper, Roddy Piper and uh, They Live, you know, George. And, I mean, if, if Duke or him are assholes, then so am I. And I guess you know, that's uh, probably the nicest thing you could call me. But I, I, I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the fact that he could ever have been even slightly responsible for such a cinematic sin i mean what the fuck why i'd like to think that what i when i created obi-wan kenobi the character uh when i when i thought of doing the younger version of it i really pictured him looking close to duke nukem can you imagine that that'd be horrifying qui-gon's just like next to this like muscle-bound fucking juice head (laughs) he's just like He's like facing off against Darth Maul, and he's just like, "You can't beat me, Darth Maul. I've got balls of steel." And I get, you know what? If that was the case, I would have to because of uh, the fact that well, Liam is kind of tall himself. To just really get the difference in size variation right, I gotta think that there's only one person. That I can think of, at least, that you could 
uh, cast is Duke Nukem. And frankly, at that at that point in time, he was still young. So, I mean, he would have had, you know, roughly about the same age as Ewan, maybe. And eh, maybe a little younger. Uh, but his acting, well, we've come to find out in years later that it's just horrible. And that is Brock Lesnar. Tell me that with the fucking blonde crew cut and those muscles, that at least the look, if you put some sunglasses on uh, Brock, that he could have at least faked it till he made it. No, that, that wouldn't have worked because you would have to have Paul Heyman come out and read all of Duke's lines yeah, for him. Yeah, because I mean, once, once Brock opened his fucking mouth, the whole real, real you know, realism and believability and uh, just any credibility. Yeah, Dr. Proton is just played by John Malkovich, and he's just like, he's just like, you don't understand, Duke. I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to enjoy doing it, right? And then Paul Heyman just comes out and goes, Dr. Proton, the beast needs to tell you I've got balls of steel. <laughs> the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion wants me to tell you he's going to rip off your head. He's going to rip off your head and shit down your neck and that my friends is a shoot that was a much mine came off more like uh 97 98 vince mcmahon that actually was a much better Heyman. because yeah, you have several Heymans. you have you have the yelling Heyman, and then you have the the uh, condescending Heyman. oh yeah i don't deny them i've never denied anything in my life I am who I am. I, I I am what I say. I I accept myself for all my flaws, but I'm not stupid. Isn't that basically the Heyman that we got all throughout his WWE uh, produced? Oh, well, just, I I stopped short of calling it a documentary, but it was basically just you know there when they were still putting out DVDs instead of putting everything on fucking Peacock. It was uh his DVD, or at least it was gonna be. Oh, let. Yeah, yeah, you had that, you had that, where he, that, and he was telling the really great story about Dusty Rhodes. Which, I gotta say, his Dusty's not half bad, I mean, it's almost all bad, but it's not... Paul Heyman is actually a really good impressionist, like, he does a really good Stone Cold impression, too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. You know, who, you know who else on a shoot does a really good Stone Cold? Who? Luke, Gall Luke Gallows. Oh, really? I believe it. Yeah. 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 But how did we get on? Oh, oh, I, I guess I, I'm to blame on how we got on this because I mentioned Brock Lesnar. But I was going to say, how did we get on wrestling all of a sudden? We were talking about how much of an asshole Duke Nukem was. Well, yeah, because, you know, assholes, they, they, Paul Heyman's kind of an asshole, so it just works out. I guess. Okay. Okay. That, that In makes... 1996, <laughs> I was a big Duke Nukem fan. All I see is ball caps and ponytails when you do when you do that Duke to anyone Nukem and I know that's not gonna that's gonna go right over the fucking heads of anyone who's not really a, a wrestling fan who listens to this or stumbles upon it but um, trust me it's funny look at Taz <laughs> look at Taz he used to be a killer 
and you've turned him into a color commentator and not even a good one. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've just discovered that I could do a Paul Heyman impression. <laughs> you really kind of have. I mean, and was and as with just about everything that has to do with this show, you found out by accident. Right. <laughs> I guess we know who's on the next round table. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Malkovich and Paul Heyman. I mean, there's got to be at least two. We've got two characters. We've got two special guests. I need to watch Burn After Reading again. That's my. That's one of my favorite Malkovich performances. <laughs> I don't think that there's really... I don't think I have a favorite. I mean, Cyrus, I'm, the I'm Virus sure is that... Cyrus the Virus is definitely up there. But I just... I love Oswald Cox from from burn after reading just like like yeah. he's got those great lines like when uh, when he's told that he has a drinking problem and he goes i have a drinking problem fuck you peck you're a mormon next to you we all have drinking problems <laughs> isn't that within like the first scene yeah <laughs> yeah that and like so basically then you have like basic you have basically like, you're saying i love that part and the rest can go fuck itself no because the because the rest of the movie's gold too you know what i mean like when i know him, i know I'm fucking when brad pitt calls him and he's just like he's just like uh osborne osborne cox i thought you might be worried about the security of your shit and he's just like what the fuck are you talking about and he goes Osborne Cox. He goes, yes, yes, this is Osborne Cox. Who the fuck are you? And he's like, starts reading the document. He's just like, uh, the bureau chief, which we called Cyrus the Pusher, had very little report. And he goes, he goes, rapport, rapport, very little rapport, you fucking mm. moron. But Cyrus the virus. And uh, I mean, even have you ever seen Secretariat? the movie the disney yeah. movie yeah i mean it's not to me it's it to is me it's it a poor man's uh, sea biscuit you know i mean both both of them suck but anyway even even in that movie malkovich is gold yeah he's golden he's like the only good part of that movie red <laughs> we're getting the pig <laughs> old man my ass <laughs> uh, but still cyrus the virus <laughs> she'll probably kill me for bringing this up but my wife my wife really could really take or leave that movie for the most part but the one line she'll suddenly just pull out of the blue out of no, seemingly out of nowhere hold on wait a minute wait a minute just, wait a minute let me guess let me guess let me guess uh-huh it's either Make a move or, or the bunny gets it. Make a move and the bunny gets it. Or. Oh, nothing, nothing makes me sadder than the agent lost his bladder in the airplane. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Thank you. Thank you. Tell him what he's won, Jerry. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. You no, so no, stupid. <laughs> as funny as funny as that game show is in UHF I still love the um <laughs> I would watch every show on UHF every show 
<laughs> Even the one with the... Lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss uh, programs. No. All this and more on Town Talk. As great as that is. No, I'm not even talking about that. What about the, uh, I, I guess you could call him either a bootleg George Lopez or a the poor man's Cheech and his pets or, you know, his, the animals. Welcome to Ramon's Wild Kingdom, coming to you live from my apartment. <laughs> Today, we're teaching poodles how to fly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could. I could. God, just... how have we not? Do, how have we not done UHF through the eyes of a fanboy yet? It's really a shame. It's it's one of those. I know. I've said it before. I think it was last season or the season before. I promise you, it was it was in the plans. It's just we keep coming up with even well, maybe not better ideas, but ideas that at least in the moment seem like, oh, we got to do this shit and we got to do it now. And it just keeps getting pushed back a little by little. I promise you, if not, listen, you already told me and I'm pretty fucking psyched about what you have coming up in a few weeks in this next episode, what you've already lined up. And I'm pretty impressed, but that'll be the end of the season. And then when we come back in 2022, forbidding, you know, if... If something fucks, totally fucks us, or one of us gets in some kind of accident, you know, freak accident, we're coming back. And I promise- We're coming back. And you know what? And you know what? I would like to thank you for watching ECW. You have to be an ECW fan to watch ECW, because this stinking network has not spent money on one freaking commercial, one sponsored ad, or even one piece of print to promote you and let you know that we are here. So you are- very clearly a fan and we thank you well we need a sponsor to have a sponsored ad but uh <laughs> but no i promise you we will get to uhf we hate this stinking network we hate their guts for abandoning us we hate their guts for not supporting us well reverend jess went bye-bye what have you got egon by my calculations, it will be the <laughs> God, oh gee many christmas please no <laughs> This is this is really I mean, much like every Duke Nukem game past 3D. This deteriorated quickly. <laughs> All right, until next time, folks. You can find me at Ripchess underscore fo Wait, radio. Th- that's it. I mean, shit. What's? I mean, yeah, if, what, if that's all we had to do, I mean, what, what's next? Our heroes are assholes. Serious Sam. Ah! <laughs> Ow. That, that was... <laughs> you, can't, you can't bring up Serious Sam without talking about the yeah, kamikazes. Now I can't fucking hear. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I feel like I got the tone perfect, too. All right. Well, as always, you can find me at, at the Fickle Fanboy RPM on Twitter and at the Fickle Fanboy Podcast on Instagram and on the Fickle Fanboy Facebook page that... No one really fucking goes to. Why would they? Who the fuck uses Facebook these days? uh, Good point. I mean, I really, I only go there to fucking post these episodes. So, I mean, you've got a fair point. But still, still, I'm just trying to fucking wrap this up. You know, I I won't even say move along. Oh, shit. Shut (laughs) the fuck. My bad, my bad, my bad, partner. 
Come on now. Don't get hostile. That's right, folks. Next episode is Through the Eyes of the Fanboy oh. Hostile Part 1 and 2. Wait, what? It's hostile. Hostile. Eli Roth's hostile. Okay. So look forward to that. You can find that on in uh, 2020. <laughs> Wait. In, in, look forward to the... Twi- what the fuck? Did you have a stroke? You know where you are and when you are, right? Yeah, Earth I'm to, here. Earth to Jess, Earth to Jess, okay. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> if, man, if you hadn't... Ground, ground control, control to Major Tom. If you hadn't Tom. promised me bigger and better things next episode, I, 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 I'd be cursing your ass out right now. He'd be cursing and the episode would be cast. This is Ground Control to Major Tom. This show is pretty lame. Because we're talking about a 90s FPS. And you have to ask yourself whose fault is that? This is Major Tom to Ground Control. I blame Randy Pitchford And I feel that he is killing Duke Nukem And I will not buy a Gearbox game again For he reminds Randy Pitchford Sorry, it's been a long day. I'm just fucking my mind's going, going, going gone. I mean, mine's been gone a long time. It, it, it grew wings and flew right to the mall. That was a joke that was meant for an audience of one, and hopefully he fucking fell on his ass laughing. Anyway, to sum this up, where do we go from here with Duke Nukem? John St. John, who we've brought up, has stated previously that he is wanting to bring back the character. He wants to perform as Duke one more time, even though right now he's voicing the Postal Dude in Postal 4. Um, he wants to come back and do Duke right one more time. And he has been, it's, you know, people have very clearly brought this to his, his attention that, like, Duke's not that great of a character and he really couldn't survive in this climate. And he had a really cool response, which is, I want to work with the game developers to tell that story of Duke Nukem coming to terms with who he used to be and who he has to be now and becoming the real hero he always claimed to be, which I'm not opposed to. No, no. I uh... I think I think it's possible that much like with Ash Williams, there could be a redemption arc for Duke Nukem. Possibly, possibly. I could see if done right. Yeah. But as I said, done right is that's the tricky part. Because in in today's world, if done right, I I just don't know if it would really fly except for with those really hardcore fans. Although, I mean, I think that would 
be enough of a uh, following for John and anyone that he got to, to come along on the project to fucking give us this game. But that is not possible. Why? Because anytime 3D Realms tries to work on Duke Nukem, Gearbox yeah. just sues him over it. In fact, the last time was just last year, wasn't it? Yep. And that is the reason why they started doing uh, stuff with their with the Bombshell character, which led to Ion Maiden, which was a lot of fun. So, But Ion Maiden, Bombshell, is able to essentially be everything that Duke was not able to be. And because of that, it's sort of a redemption. But unfortunately, that leaves Duke Nukem stuck forever as an asshole. I mean, even if he came back, he'd still be an asshole. I mean, just putting it out there. Yep. And it's a shame. It is a shame. But take comfort in the fact that Doom 2016 is still an amazing game. Not taking the bait. Not taking the bait. And that Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal fully bring back the spirit of 1993's Doom and 1994's Doom 2. I would just like to point out that the Fickle Fanboy podcast does not endorse any of Reverend Jess's thoughts and opinions, nor do we stand by them most times. And let's also talk about the fact that RPM voted for Donald Trump in 20. Shut up, you fucker. And you let's talk about son the of fact. A bitch. Let's talk about the fact that he supported Kavanaugh in the allegations. I like beer. What? Come on. And let's wait a minute. No, I didn't. The fact. Let's talk about the fact that RPM still self funds. Things from Harvey Weinstein. Now you're just going a little, little too far. I mean, that's that's a bridge or two, way too fucking far. You yeah, think I'm going too no, far? No, I don't think. You think I I'm going know. too far? Well, me too. Actually, Duke Nukem would probably make fun of that. Thank you. Movement as well, dude. He would be. He would be immediately. He, he would in make there. fun of that fucking movement so quick. I wanted Duke Nukem to sign an autograph for my kid. He just kept grabbing my tits. I mean, well, you don't have a kid, but I, mean, I can't blame him for grabbing your tits. That's, that's really just, disturbing. Just saying. I don't know if I could do this podcast anymore when when you make statements like well, that. Like I said, I'm an asshole too. Yeah, but there's there's a line. <laughs> Well, <laughs> there's a line, and you crossed it long ago, but I'm just following you. Which, when did I ever cross a line? Doom 2016. That's the line? You're okay to make sexual <laughs> assault jokes, but I can't say that Doom 2016 is a good game? I mean, you actually... I'm just saying that that was the last time you were on the line. Gee, many No, when you crossed the line, it was... The, the Weinstein and, you know, and the Trump. And, come on. Come on, man. You know me better than that. Yep. That's fair. But anyway, you can find me at RevJess underscore FL Radio on Twitter. You can find the Edgy Boy content show, The Church Absurd, on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find uh, a wrestling podcast I used to do as well called The Fatitude Era. You can find 
uh, the after service show uh, as well. The thin blue line. Don't get me started. <laughs> RPM has a blue lives matter flag hanging outside his house. Oh, fuck off. Fuck all the way off and then come back just so you can fuck off again. I would like to make an announcement before you do your spiel. I am starting a project. If you live in the Cleveland area, I am starting this project. Uh, It's going to be native to the Cleveland area because I do not have the funds to travel outside of the Cleveland area to do this. But I'm going to be starting a project. Um, I'm calling it the Reverend Jess's Movie Drop Project. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to take movies uh, that I think aren't talked about nearly as enough or, uh, you know, just don't really get seen as much as they should. Um, I'm going to put them in envelopes and I'm going to drop them off at random locations and I'm going to share the locations and you can go out and find them. And uh, there'll be little supplements with them, you know, that talks about the movie, gives you an idea of of why I like the movie and, uh, you know, just like fun facts, shit like that. It's absolutely free. You don't have to pay any money uh, to do this. Uh, It's just a thing that I'm doing, sharing movies that I like. But at the same time, I hate people, so I don't want to associate with people. I just kind of want to maintain the funness of it where you can just find this DVD. Um, And they're all going to be DVDs. They're not going to be Blu-rays because uh, everyone, not everyone has a Blu-ray player, but everyone who does have a Blu-ray player can watch DVDs. So... You know, movies that I feel, uh, you know, are, are just are not nearly as, as lauded as they should be. Um, things that we could also be talking about on Acclaim and Shame sometime. You know what I mean? Like, realistically, just fun stuff. You know, realistically, these are used DVDs that I'm putting out. Uh, they're mainly acquired through secondhand stores, garage sales, pawn shops. They probably won't be in perfect condition, but they should still play. I'm going to avoid studio blockbusters like uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Uh, the point of the project is basically to share movies that aren't seen or, or heard of very often. So I feel like putting shit like that uh, it really negates what the point of it is. Um, I'm only putting in movies that I've seen because I, I, you know, I, the whole idea is there's movies that I've seen that I've enjoyed. Uh, you know, it's been seen by me. I enjoyed it. The supplements are going to tell you why. Uh, as far as ratings go, the ratings aren't going to matter. Uh, you might get a G movie. You might get an R-rated movie. I'm probably going to avoid NC-17s personally. Just because nine times out of ten, the only reason it has NC-17 is because there's nudity and sex in it. And not because of, like, the quality of the movie. It's just because, like, oh, they, you know, they show a ball in one frame or whatever. And each drop is going to have a number associated to it. If you get the drop, it's preferable that you let me know so I can post that the drop has been retrieved and kind of call off the hunt. And there's no set schedule for this. I'm just going to drop them whenever the hell I feel like it. But you can follow the Twitter at RevJessFilmDrop, and that'll have the locations in the Cleveland area. Sorry. No, no. And, I mean, you kind of, I don't know, I think you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by saying no need to, you know, donate or anything. I mean, there, we have a spot on Anchor where you can go ahead and donate to... Listen, this is know, not related to the podcast. This I'm, is just a project I'm just saying, I'm doing. I'm just saying. You if can, you want to fucking donate, donate to the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I was just saying, you know, you could donate and then you could take the money. and fucking, I mean, at least you get something out of this deal. I mean, but let, let's just put it out there. Plug it again. This, this is a Reverend Jest film drop. 
brought to you by the man known for having, let's see, I'm trying to read this as you wrote it, the biggest, no, I'm sorry, I read that wrong, he's known as being the biggest dick in all of Ohio. Yeah, this is fine. I, you know, I I know my handwriting can be iffy to read sometimes. So, until if, if uh, you read my handwriting, I mean, I'm I'm qualified for being a uh, doctor or a lawyer just off my chicken scratch alone, but in no other way, really, you know, <laughs> not at all. Uh, but um, compared to your handwriting, mine looks like it was done by a drunk three year old. So, yep, but. Anyway, all right, all right. Uh, let's 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 bring this to a close. It's eight o'clock. I gotta get. I got shit to do. All right. Well, we've already told you where you can find us and just come back at us and tell us how bad this episode was. <laughs> but uh, for now, stick with us just a little longer. We got something cooked up. Or Jess, I'll give credit where credit is due. Jess has something cooked up, pretty fucking sweet for the next episode. And yeah, uh, I guess that's that. And and for with- the record, for the record, if you are listening and you are in the Carlisle, Pennsylvania area, fuck you. <laughs> Dare I even ask? <laughs> no, I don't. <clears throat> If you are listening and you go to Murray State University, fuck you. I mean, that was random as shit. I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't pick anywhere else. Carlisle. And also, if for example, you happen to be listening to this and your name is Mark, <laughs> fuck you. We- Let's face it, the biggest marks that we have uh, listening or even associated with the show are us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> no, I'm talking to Mark. Mark is Mark. Mark, you you know who you are. Mark. Mark, I know you're listening to this right now, and I just want to say fuck you. All right, you piece of shit. Here, I thought I fucking it, hate you. Shit, I, I fucking hate you. I gotta admit, if you were gonna curse anybody out on the show, if it wasn't me, I was actually gonna put money down that it was gonna be someone in Camden, Kentucky. No, no, no. We don't talk. We don't talk about Kentucky. <laughs> but Kentucky can burn to the ground. Uh, the whole state. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Fuck. Fuck them. But yeah, Mark. I know you're listening, and I fucking hate you. Fair enough. I just want to let you know you're a piece of shit, and and you should fucking die. And I know you're listening right now, and and you and and if you're if you're uncertain if if you're the mark I'm talking about, I promise you you are, because I know that you that you're listening to this right now, and I know that you're really confused, but I promise you this is justified when I say go fuck yourself. All right. Fuck you, Mark. Well, ain't no time like the present to fucking quit this shit and uh, (laughs) end end this misery. (sighs) But we'll We'll be be seeing seeing ya. Fuck you, Mark.